Francis, when we look at the most valuable companies in the world, what percentage of them are platforms? This is fascinating. Seven out of ten. So seven out of the ten most valuable companies in the world are platforms. Now, a platform is a company that, at Future Creators, we know integrates the three main elements of the cloud. The app membrane, the app delivery membrane, uh, and the app enablement membrane. And that is where the money is made, understanding the intersections of those three membranes and creating an information surface to monetize those intersections. That's what the platform does. The platform companies look nothing like traditional, say, manufacturers. Uh, some of the car companies are trying to become platform companies bit by bit, but they're very slow uh, and unlikely will they ever, that they will ever succeed. What you have here is a phenomenon, therefore. Success today, scalable profitability in the zettabyte space is about being a platform. Now, I look around me and I ask myself who out there should be a platform and isn't. And the one that jumps right, right up in your face are all the world's common carriers, phone companies, cell companies, cable companies. They're not platforms. As a matter of fact, what's fascinating about them is here they are at the center of the cloud-connected space. They're connecting the apps to the app-enablement devices, but they have never managed to create a platform on which to do it. And they have no monetizable information surface. They just don't. And we also know that the smaller your information surface, the more there is what we call the Hubble effect. And Edwin Hubble, the astrophysicist, said the farther something is away from you, the faster it's moving away. Well, if your information surface is tiny and your customers and, uh, and competitors' information surface is huge, they're moving away from you uh, ever faster. So your competitive strength diminishes by the second. Well, we see the result of this when we look at the spectacular mistakes being made by several big companies. Verizon notably bought Yahoo and AOL and Tumblr, sort of aging assets of the internet and web age, but it had nothing onto which to graph them. Nothing, zero. No, there was no platform onto which to, to plug these things. So it's highly doubtful that Verizon had any idea what the due diligence questions uh, were to ask and no idea whatever of post-merger integration. And since then, we've had a very large series of write-downs. Look at AT&T. $125 billion on DirecTV and Time Warner. Um, DirecTV has been losing customers for years. And Time Warner is legacy media. It's not the streaming base, the marginal cost base media that we profit from and scale with today. So you've got this crazy situation where you have these massive companies in what is a $2 trillion global market without a platform and then acquiring blindly, spending billions and billions, in the case of AT&T, well over $100 billion, on what? Makes no sense to me. I mean, this is absolutely insane. And you know, this is really bad news for shareholders, really bad news for you know pension, uh, people receiving pensions from these companies. It's bad news all around. When you look at some of these legacy companies that you duly noted that aren't platform-based, what are some of the characteristics of those companies that they should be looking for when it comes to acquiring a platform company? 
Well, the key is to create a platform yourself, and it's not complicated to look at what Apple is doing. It just isn't. It's not complicated to look at Alphabet. It's not like these are highly secret private companies that you know nothing about. They're public. They're traded. There they are. It's not complicated to understand what Uber is doing or Airbnb. This is not a complicated thing to learn and understand. And it has physical characteristics. These companies have physical structural elements, and you can look at them. There they are for everyone to see. And uh, the key for Verizon would be to say, what can we learn from this? And AT&T, Deutsche Telekom, Orange, what can we learn? British Telecom, which is going through horrible problems right now, as is Telecom Italia. Uh, what can we learn? Telefonica, huge in the Latin market around the world. What can we learn? How can we create an Apple-like platform that integrates across a space for our customers? That's what they've got to do. Once it's done, then they can make intelligent acquisition decisions. What grafts onto that platform? What are the dimensions of the platform? Where is the platform weakest? Let's shore that up. Where is the platform most scalable? Let's build there. This is not complicated. Make yourself an intelligent decision by visiting us at future-creators.com and tune into more of our podcasts to learn more about telecom, business growth, and more opportunities. Thanks, Francis. Thanks, Robert.